0: Welcome to Mean Green Money, the UNT Student Money Management Center podcast that explores everything you need to know to be financially successful in college and beyond. Today, since it is the week before spring break, we're going to talk about spring break travel on a budget, how to make sure you still have a good time and still have a few dollars left in your bank account when it's over. And we are here with our Assistant Director of Financial Readiness, Rachel Grimes.
1: Yay! I'm excited to talk about spring break. I love traveling and I also love saving money. So hopefully today we're going to share with you some good tips, some things to think about uh, as you start to prepare for spring break or you could even be having a
0: staycation which can still cost money. So we'll talk about ways to save as well. So, so I know for spring break this year I'm taking a road trip up to Wisconsin to visit my family and then to spend a couple of days in Chicago, and. Even just a trip like that where I'm going home has turned into you know a lot of expenses that uh, I did not anticipate it costing this much. Uh, do you have spring break plans? So I am going
1: on a trip with a friend to Chile and Argentina, and I knew it was going to be expensive, but I'm starting to realize how expensive it's going to be. So I'm trying to sort of think about what my budget is going to look like once I get back from my trip.
0: You know, both of us, and I'm sure a lot of people out there, if you're planning for any kind of spring break trip. Sometimes the expenses can keep adding up all the little things you didn't think about. So how do we know how much is appropriate to be spending on a spring break or other trip?
1: Well, I think what you should start with is how much you think you're going to spend and start to plug in different expenses and start with the big ones. So whether you're flying or driving. What does that cost look like to get there? And then the second big expense for most people is going to be where they're staying. So are you renting a hotel? Are you camping? Are you going to be in an Airbnb? Are you staying with your family or a friend's family? So nailing down those costs can help you realize how much you might need. And then the other things, the fun stuff, eating out, going to do touristy things, Whatever it might be can sort of be add-ons, and those are the things that you can manipulate um, a little bit more and maybe have some cost savings in.
0: Okay, so if you mentioned that you were planning a fr- uh, your trip with a friend, and I know for a lot of people, spring break is the time that they you know go together with a bunch of their friends to do something fun and exciting. If you have very limited budget, but your friends think that your friends have a lot more money and they want to spend a lot more or vice versa, how do you come to an agreement and figure out what to do given differing budgets? If you have
1: differing budgets, I would say first be upfront and honest about that and say, here's how much I can spend, Um, how can we make it work? Because there are definitely ways to save money and be more conscious about that. Um, But if nobody knows that you're on a limited budget, they might make decisions that are not the best financial decision for you. So really being up front in the beginning is really helpful when you're planning a trip. And I would also say that you can have a lot of fun on a small budget. And so a lot of times experiences are great because of the people that we're with and not necessarily... Um, just the location or where we're going. And so I would keep that in mind as you start to think about um, how you're going to plan a trip with friends who maybe have less money than you or more money than you. It's really just having a conversation about where everybody is and what
0: they can actually spend. Okay. And I know a lot of the times going along with that. When we're somewhere else, we feel like we have to do everything because, you know, what if we're never back in Argentina (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, it it costs way more to make another vacation to Argentina than to spend a little bit more to do those extra things. But you kind of still want to stick to that budget. And as you mentioned, it could be fun because of the people you're with and not Mm -hmm. necessarily the the things that you spend money on. So how do you find that line between, I need want to do everything because I might never be back here again and I need to not be broke? Well, that's a really tough question. I would say if
1: you're on a trip with other people... For everybody to pick out like their top three things that they want to do and see where everybody falls into agreement on those top things and ensure that you sort of focus your area on those things. And that helps you maximize your money on things that everybody is excited about doing. If you're kind of planning by yourself or just one other person, you can sort of do the same thing, create a list, a wish list price out what those different experiences might be and decide, okay, which ones are we really excited about? Which ones are we kind of, ah, we could live or, you know, we could leave that or that's an experience we could have had anywhere um, and really focus on the experiences that are unique to that location. Um, So, for example, in going to Santiago, um, we're going to be really close to a glacier my friend really wants to go to a glacier it's a little bit expensive but in my mind i'm thinking when are we ever going to have this opportunity again so let's just go ahead and do that and we're not going to do some of the things within the city uh, that we had originally planned to do because we want to have this experience instead so it's a little bit of a trade off when you start to think about how do i draw the line between spending extra or really sticking to your budget and i think it's very individual What does your budget look like? What does your money look like? Because remember, you're going to come back from your trip and you're probably still going to have living expenses for that period of time until you get paid again. Or if you're um, spending money out of pocket to go and you're not spending savings. So being careful about not uh, coming back and only having money to eat ramen or whatever. You want to make sure that you're thinking about your future as well.
0: Yeah, and I know that came up. In our study abroad podcast last week as well if you listen to that one I'm talking about how you might be gone for a couple months but the world doesn't stop so if you come back and you're restarting your job or something like that it's going to be a few weeks until you have a paycheck again so it's important Mm -hmm. to remember that you not only have to plan for the trip but you have to plan for coming back and making sure that you realize that there are still going to be expenses that happen there possibly before you get your next paycheck Mm -hmm. So I know for a lot of people, spring break has the reputation of being a trip where you go and party, and you might uh, imbibe in some certain beverages that reduce your willpower when it comes to you know spending or anything a little bit. How do you make sure that the the party aspect of spring break does not derail your ability to be conscious of what you want to achieve financially?
1: Well, one thing I always recommend if you're going to go out and you're going to be involved in a bar scene or any kind of party scene is to try to take cash uh, because that will help you limit how much you actually end up spending if you sort of have a, a problem with waking up the next morning and realizing, wow, I spent a lot of money last night. So cash on hand without your debit card or credit card in your pocket definitely limits how much you can spend and helps you stick to your budget. And I would also recommend um, talking to your friends about what your plan is. Um, Not everybody enjoys uh, that scene. Um, And so how long are we going to be out? That can sort of help you plan financially as well. Or where are we going? Let's look at what it looks like uh, cost-wise at that location or to get into a place um, on top of buying beverages or, or whatever it may be that they offer there. So... Um, kind of doing a little bit of pre-planning about where you're going to go is really helpful as well. And I would also include in that pre-planning maybe some pizza or late-night water burger run or whatever you like to have um, if you like to eat
0: at the end of the night. So just, just being aware Bef- before you start that, you know, putting those mechanisms in place to prevent exactly. yourself from spending too much yes. money. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, if somebody is listening to this, it'll be airing on the Tuesday before spring break. They didn't have any firm plans, but now they're thinking, hmm, it might be kind of fun to go off and do something for spring break. Other places where you can still find some last minute deals? Sure, there's great last minute deals. Um, a lot of last great last
1: minute deals on a website called Airfare Watchdog. If you want to do some flying, so if you're if you're thinking that where you want to go would involve purchasing a plane ticket. You can also do some last minute road trips very easily. And if you're trying to price out what that might cost gas-wise, Gas Buddy is a great app that will tell you how much you probably will spend uh, gas-wise in that, uh, for that trip. Um, And then Groupon is also a great resource as well if there's some activities that you wanna do or some restaurants that you want to eat at in that location, I always uh, encourage people to sort of look for those
0: um, type of deals to save themselves a little bit of money as well. I know right now it's very unfortunate that I'm seeing gas prices climb as I'm about to make a you know thousand mile road trip from yes. Texas to yeah. Wisconsin, so it's unfortunate, but I'll definitely have to check out Gas mm-hmm. Buddies, so I know what I'll be dealing with along the way. Yeah, and we might see
1: a little bit of dip in gas prices right before spring break, our spring break here at UNT is a little bit early um, in the month of March, I feel like, but um, we might see... Typically, we see a dip in gas prices around high travel season, so to encourage people to travel or, in particular, drive more. Um, so keep an eye out because it might go down a little bit. And GasBuddy will also help you um, understand what the prices were are gas-wise if gas is more expensive in other states, um, which sometimes it can be considerably more expensive than it is here in Texas.
0: Yeah, I'll have to watch out for that, because I know in Chicago, it's always so expensive. And then you get down to Oklahoma, and you're like, wow, it's, it's so cheap here. I can yes. buy all yeah. the gas. Mm-hmm. So it looks like on our money management calendar, and with the Meadows and the Health and Wellness Center, there's an event coming up all about spring break. Do you want to talk a little bit about that?
1: Sure. So on March 6th, we'll be having a come-and-go resource fair all about spring break. Mm. We... <laughs> We will be out there, the Money Management Center, talking about how to plan a trip, giving you some ideas and giving you some costs for what it would look like for different types of trips. The Meadows Health and Wellness Center will be there talking about sexual health resources. Substance Abuse Resource Center will be there with some fun drunk goggles and helping you understand um, what's your limit for alcohol consumption based on your weight and your gender and things like that so you can prepare uh, for your trip to keep yourself safe. And there'll be lots of other resources out there um, to help you have a safer spring break. We'll also have pizza, so join us for that. Um, and come out and learn
0: about some different resources that can help you um, on your trip. Yum. I um. I'll be anywhere there's free pizza. So, really You mentioned at the beginning, you know, a staycation, and there, there are ways to have fun even if you can't go far away from spring break. So what are your favorite ideas or tips for having a good staycation?
1: Well, if you're here in, well, whatever area you're in, it's always a great idea to Google 10 best free things to do in whatever area you live in. And so you'll be surprised about the things that come up that maybe you've never heard of before. So I always like to start there. Uh, If I am staying in town, I like to look at the tourism website or the Chamber of Commerce website in the city in which I'm in. That helps me look at what kind of events are going on, what might I not know about already that I could take part in. A lot of those events, if they're in the community, are typically free or, or lower cost, So that's always fun. And then I also like to look at what are places I've never eaten before, um, and can I try out something new to me um, in the place that I am at? And also, if you're really on a budget, um, how can I do some stuff around the house that is fun? So can I try out a new board game and invite people over? Can we have a movie marathon? Um, Can I try out a recipe I've been wanting to uh, really cook but it's really time intensive it has a ridiculous amount of steps um, and invite people over for a dinner party and have them bring sides or or beverages Um, so there's lots of things that you can do to have a really fun staycation and if you're in the Dallas Fort Worth area many of the art museums in the area are free and if you've never been I really highly recommend checking those out um, because that's a nice little day trip from Denton um, and many art museums are free or have discounted days or nights um, that you can visit. So check those out as well.
0: Yeah, I think that, you know, even with the idea of a staycation, even if it's not super fun things that you're doing, the idea of having a little bit of extra free time to get those things done that you've been wanting to get done for a while... You know, I look at you know, my bathroom and my kitchen and say, hmm, it's been a while since these have had a really deep clean. Mm-hmm. I think taking the time to get some things done can be just as fun as well because it's going to do help you relax for the rest of the semester, knowing that those things are off your plate.
1: Yeah, or getting prepared, you know, if you have a big project or something, sort of getting ahead of that is always really nice. And sometimes, you know what, it's nice to just stay home um, and really relax and sort of get some things done that you wanted to get done. Or, you know what, just relax guilt-free. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a staycation is
0: always really nice for that as well. Yeah, because I know even when planning my trip, I'm like, all right, well, can I get back on Saturday so I have a day to relax and recover from the trip before I actually have to be doing things again? So taking that in mind is that sometimes you need relaxing at home just as much as you need fun, exciting things away from home. I agree. And I, I would recommend, too, just
1: kind of looking at your syllabus post uh, after spring break and just kind of seeing – okay, what kind of stuff do I have coming up uh, coursework wise? Is there anything I sort of need to prep for so that the week after I come back, I'm not scrambling to get a bunch of stuff done or scrambling to catch up?
0: Right. Yeah. I have an exam the Tuesday after spring break because yeah, exactly. maybe our professor hates <laughs> us a little bit inside, but um, great idea, yeah, it, gives so. you, it gives you something to do during the break as well. So you're never bored. Right. Mm-hmm. So if somebody is thinking that you know, it's the, maybe they missed uh, their opportunity to save or to plan a fun trip this year, but they're thinking, you know, maybe next year, spring break, winter break, or you know, summer vacation. What are kind of the first steps towards planning for and saving for a trip that's going to happen in the future? I think the first steps are kind of what I talked about
1: in figuring out how much you want to spend if you do have a spring break trip. It's just sort of establishing. The biggest costs, which are typically, how do I get there? So how? what are the travel costs to get there? And what are the costs of the accommodations once I'm there? So starting to save up for those um, and breaking it up month by month. So how much lead time do you have to start saving? And can you put aside a little bit from each paycheck to help you either offset the cost or uh, save up the whole cost uh, for that trip? Also, there's a great tool online, it's called Numbeo, and if you're going to a major city, that's your travel destination, you can sort of look up what some of the costs are there um, in terms of food cost at restaurants, um, some transportation costs if there's a robust public transportation system in that place. Um, And that can kind of help you figure out, okay, how much spending money do I need while I'm there or what would it look like? I also encourage you to, in in particular, if you're sharing costs uh, with somebody else for the trip, to keep a good accounting of who's paid for what uh, so that you guys can sort of break even at the end or know uh, where you stand because it can be really easy to feel like a trip is really cheap, but then you realize, oh, yeah, I was sharing the cost with somebody. Um, And that will help you figure out how much um, you might spend while you're there or how much you need to save up to get there.
0: Awesome. Do you have any other tips or tricks or things that we haven't mentioned yet for traveling on a budget? The one thing I would mention, and this doesn't
1: necessarily have to do with just budgeting, but notify your bank or your credit card company if you're traveling somewhere internationally in particular. uh, The worst thing to happen is to be somewhere and your card is shut down because they think that it's fraudulent activity. So let them know where you're going and how long you think you'll be gone. A few other things to help you budget are if you're going on a road trip to bring your own snacks and in particular your own drinks. The snacks and drinks at fast food, uh, not fast food restaurants, but gas stations stations is ridiculously overpriced. Uh, So I'd encourage you to really save some money that way if you're a snacker. I definitely am. So I hate to pay $2 for a little tiny thing of pretzels or candy when I know I can get a big thing at the store for the same amount of money. Uh, So that would be a big one. And then the other thing would be to think about is there any prep that you need to do beforehand, in particular if you're driving, cleaning your car out, getting an oil change, just making sure
0: you're up to date on general maintenance so you don't have any issues while you're on the road. Thank you so much Rachel. If you're out there planning your own spring break, feel free to tweet us some pictures at UNT underscore SMMC. We look forward to seeing all the awesome places that you're going out in the world on a budget. If you liked the show please share it with your friends or subscribe to the show on apple podcasts if you have any feedback or ideas for the show or you have any questions that you would like to hear addressed on the show you can email us at moneymanagement@unt.edu. at unt.edu thank you so much for listening and we hope you have a wonderful week